Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Dell Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, I'm going to take on a topic that is very difficult. The reason it's difficult, because the best you could do is speculate. There's no real facts. There's no real guarantees. There's just speculation. And the one thing I loathe in my life is speculation. I do not like taking risks at all. Rule one, never lose money. Rule two, there must be cash flow. And rule three, you can't get rich slow. Those rules are being beat up. They are being assaulted in today's world. And I have listeners and I have members of my group that are becoming confused. And rightfully so, I think. Um, and when I mean confused, they're confused as to what to do next. And confused as to what to believe will happen next and how to approach it. Um, the reason is because there's people talking heads on both sides of every topic. Whenever you look out there, there always is. And they don't know who to believe. They don't know what's going to happen. Where I think the real confusion comes to play is that traditional economics, since I was a little boy 60 years ago, traditional economics have always been taught to us there's highs and there's lows. And markets go up and markets go down. But what that traditional economic theory doesn't take into place or take into account for is that whole market shift to where the up and the down was at one point, one point up and one point down is now 5,000 points up and 5,000 points down in a single day. But it still only means one point up and one point down when you look at percentages wise. So it is really defying people's minds. But then you go one step further, and we talk about the, the black swan events that have occurred. That's where whole entire ways of thinking in our society have changed. And so 
it, it is not disingenuous to say most of us are confused. We don't know what comes next. And all you can do is, again, speculate, which is against everything I believe in doing with your investments. I just don't believe in speculating. So today, what I want to try to do is I've got a couple people's questions here that are kind of generic, wholehearted questions. And I'm going to try to take them and work through them just as a position to start from, a talking point, and work through my theory of what is happening and what will happen in the near future, short term, and maybe medium term. Nobody knows what's going to happen in the long term. And uh, just work my way through it. Now, what I really want to do is avoid getting political on this stuff. Because right now, the politics are just unbelievable. The Democrats have control of everything. They said today that they want to try to put in four more Supreme Court judges and pack the court. They want to uh, eliminate the filibuster. If they do those two things, there will be absolutely no way the Republicans ever get back in power again. They will completely control the process. They'll change the way all the voting rights are set up. They'll change the districts, the voting districts, because they'll have total power to change anything. And you won't be able to take them to court to argue with them at the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court will have been packed into their favor. So with that said, just leaving you with that fearful statement, who knows what happens a year from now? So no matter what I say here right now, it's based on what's happening right now. And I have no idea what's going to happen into the future. All of my life, I've just believed that politicians mess with us in almost every way they can. They try to every which way they can. And over the years, I found just staying away from them and not worrying about what they're doing and playing the game when they change the rules, then change the rules. Play under a different set of rules. Any of you ever played Monopoly, which is a game we used to play all the time in my era, we used to have this thing where it wasn't even in the rules. We played Monopoly by our own rules. I think 99% of the people I ever played Monopoly with had their own rules that are not on the rule sheet. They'd put money in the center of the board that you could get by going by free parking. Not in the game. Not in the rules. Okay? But they made it up. Maybe somehow it got put in there in the rules. They didn't allow for people to buy and sell their own properties amongst each other and mortgage back and forth. Although that wasn't the rules. Nobody did it. So the point I'm making by that little gesture is that a lot of times you can play under a different set of rules. And if somebody changes the rules on you, you just keep playing. You can still win the game. So I have no idea where these new rules are going to take us. And I don't think, uh, well, I'm sure there's somebody out there smart enough that would. Let's go ahead and get started here with one of these uh, emails. And maybe it'll bring to light where we should start this discussion. Uh, this email came from a lady. Um, I'm not going to give her name out. I didn't ask to give her name out. It says, hi, Del. With the current administration in office and the many taxes that they want to do, what should real estate investors do? If hyperinflation happens, do you not want to keep... If hyperinflation happens, you do not want to keep your money because it will become... I'm putting this in there, paraphrasing. Because it will become worthless if it's hyperinflated. And if real estate goes down... 
you want your money to be able to profit from the market going down. In other words, if you buy a bunch of real estate now to avoid inflation, because if you buy it now and it inflates, you're going to be rich, right? If you do that and then real estate crashes, you won't have any cash to go back and pick up the pieces and buy 50 cents on the dollar, which she's making. I'm putting a lot into what she said. You hear both sides being uh, stated now. Very difficult time with the amount of money government spending. Just interested in your take. All right, so let's take a look at this thing and think about it for a second. What's happening is that the government is inflating everything. They're just spending money like sick sailors. I mean, sailors on leave, whatever. Um, trillions and trillions of dollars. And the logical thing that would have happened in the past when you spend that much money is you would have created inflation. But the way we count inflation is different from generation to generation. They've changed the, the, the numbers they use to track inflation. And forever they've had this belief system that the secret to balanced society, to, to success financially, to good GDP, to good growth of GDP, to good financial backing of our whole world here in the United States, was to keep inflation below 2%. That came out of the Jimmy Carter era when inflation got up to like 12 to 16 percent and nothing was worth anything. It cost you like, you know, I think uh, a jug of milk went from like 50 cents to like five dollars. It's just crazy stuff. And nowadays what's happening for the last uh, two presidencies, inflation has not been above two percent. In fact, with Donald Trump, it went down even less. So the theory now is that we actually could use some inflation and that because we hadn't had our normal amount of inflation for the last four years under Trump, that we need some catch-up inflation because the inflation will supposedly, you know, be used to expand the buying power of the man, the small man. The problem is what's actually happening is that the inflation indexes are not showing any inflation which means they can continue to spend like drunken sailors because they're not hitting the inflation numbers. But what is inflating is asset values. So in, when I first got into real estate investing in uh, the late 80s, uh, right after the big recession in the 80s, uh, I could buy a house for $25,000. Three bedroom, two bath, two car garage house. By the, uh, we're going to take a break. I'll be right back with Del Wamsley Radio Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley. Show. We're talking about the economy. We're talking about where it's been, where it's going, what's happened last year, what's going to happen this year. Um, we're talking about how things are changing. And then we're going to finish up this show with what we should do with all that. What does it mean and what action should we take? So you're going to hang in the whole show. If you're going to get to the, the answers, we first got to pose the question. So the question is what's going on right now. And the reality is, is that it is hyperinflation right now but it's hyperinflation of assets. Now, what does that do? Well, that is creating a massive separation from rich and poor. People who don't own assets have, are seeing no benefit in our society right now. People who own large amounts of assets are seeing massive growth in their net worth if they're invested correctly, because hard assets are going up in value. So I was just giving the example when we went to, to break that back when I started investing in real estate, I could buy a three-bedroom house for 25000 bucks. When I finally decided to get out of houses, uh, houses were selling for like forty, forty-five thousand dollars $45,000. I go, man, that's just way too much. The last house I ever bought was forty grand. I thought that was ridiculous. But then all of a sudden, a year later, there were seventy-five grand, and a year later, there were a hundred grand. And then I realized that just because I thought something was expensive doesn't mean it's really expensive. Right? So we move on, and uh, the inflation keeps going. We come up to another uh, big recession, 2008, I think it was, 2007, 8, 9, it's 2008. And um, all of a sudden, we have this massive recession. All people are losing their homes and mortgages and apartments are going bankrupt. And, and people are thinking, well, you know, the cost of housing has got to go down. The median price for a single-family home at that time in Houston was $152,000. And apartments were averaging about, for Class B, C-type stuff, was $130,000 a door, $35,000 a door. And all of a sudden, I'm buying them at $25,000 a door. And a couple months later, I'm buying them at $19,000 a door. And a month later, I'm buying them at $16,000 a door, then $13,000 a door, then $8,000 a door. So there really was a recession and a price dropping in the multifamily housing part of our society. But that was because there was no backdrop back then. There was nothing to come in and bolster that up. They were allowing mortgage companies to foreclose on people. They were allowing people... Um, apartment complexes to go bankrupt and so forth. And so it was just the natural process of cleaning out bad investors that had made bad deals, paid too much, and interest rates were too high, 
and letting people that knew what they were doing come into the market, buy the stuff up cheap, turn it around and make money with it. And so we saw it go from 2009, 10, 11, 2012, 15. It just kept going up and up and up and up. And during that time, guys, we could go in and we could buy an apartment complex um, for, let's say, $10,000 a door, fix it up, put about 4000 a door in it, so we owned it for about 14000 a door, and turn around and sell it immediately for 30000 a door. We were having a 100% return on our investment, but that was done under leverage, so it was even more than that. We put 25% down, so if we made a 100% gain, we really made a 400% gain because we only put 25% of that money down. So we were making massive, massive, massive returns. Now, when I first wrote the program for Lifestyles Unlimited, I wrote that you should be able to retire within five to seven years. I did. I said seven years because that's, I figured out that if you had almost no money and you just saved and invested in one rent house and then saved, invested in a second rent house and so on, uh, you, you would eventually have income that started to grow because of the more and more income properties you have and that the exponential growth rate would get you within seven years to the point where you're buying apartment complexes and you're, and you're retired, you're done, it's over with, right? Or you would have enough houses to retire even if you just kept doing houses. And... The reason that got washed away because I retired in two and a half years after I set that system up, you know, being very logical and analytical and, you know, conservative, I set up a seven-year plan. I did it in two and a half years because there were things I didn't realize about real estate that you could do. There were, I don't want to call them tricks, there were techniques that could be used to buy stuff for nothing down. There were techniques to be used to leverage the down payment money from other people so that there was no limit to how much you could buy and you could grow exponentially. It was unbelievable. Followed by the fact that we were making anywhere from 100 to 400% return over a year or two in each deal and within two years, 18 months to 24 months, we've turned just about every deal around that we did during that time from 2009 up until 2020. It just kept going. Now, let's follow that to the, to the, the next degree. Now, there's massive amount of wealth out there. But that wealth is held by a small percentage of people. And when percentages talk about that, you say, okay, 20% of the people in this world control probably 90% of the wealth. And those people are the ones who know how to invest. So their assets are growing. Inflation is occurring. Asset values are going up. At the same time, to keep the recession from happening, to keep inflation from happening, to keep the market from slowing down, they just kept lowering interest rates and lowering them and lowering them and lowering them. Pretty soon to the point where it was almost money was almost free. And so we could go out, even if we were overpaying for a deal, we could afford to overpay for that deal because the interest rates were so low. Then they started lending us money with interest-only loans, where we didn't even have to pay principal reduction on them. That means we could overpay even more for these properties. And so when greed gets involved and people see that no matter what I do, whether I even pay the right price for the property or not, I overpay, I'm still going to make money with it. So they continue to do it. What did that end up leading to? And ended up leading to a situation where there's almost no rate of return to an investor out there currently on a month-to-month basis. Interest rates are so low, 
savings accounts, bonds, CDs, they don't pay anything. Um, even the cash flow on apartment complexes and real estate deals has gone down because people are paying too much for these things. They're paying way too much. And when you pay too much, even though you have lower interest rates, which allow you to get away with the right debt-to-income ratio, the cash flow is very, very shaky. Hence, the only way these things are making any money is by going up in value. And then to get that value out, you have to refinance to pull that money back out. Or you have to sell to get that money out. Now, here's where the second real problem occurred. COVID. Now, all of a sudden, people are starting to go bankrupt again. People are losing their jobs and they can't pay their rent. People are losing their jobs and they can't pay their home mortgage. So they put a moratorium on foreclosures on mortgages. They put a moratorium on foreclosures on apartment mortgages if they'll follow certain regulations. And what happens? Now they've shut down the liquidity of the market. Because banks don't want to lend into a market where they are blocked from foreclosing to get the money back that they've lent somebody. And buyers are blocked from evicting tenants that won't pay so they can move on to a new tenant that will pay. And when we come back, we'll take that to its natural progression. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today I'm discussing what is going on in the economy that is altering the results that you can get with your investments. And the point we're at right now is we've come to the conclusion that there really is hyperinflation. It's just not showing on the way we count inflation today and the inflation, um, whatever you call them, the, uh, I can't even think of the word for it. That's how old you get and you start losing words. The, the way we calculate the inflation calculations, uh, which have been changed many times, but the bottom line is now they don't even take into account asset value increases. And so we really are, if you were in the, world of owning assets, getting and becoming way more wealthy. Unfortunately, people at the bottom aren't. So now what do the Democrats do? They want to say, we're going to fix this. So they're going to pull money and give it back to the people at the bottom, thinking that's going to make their life better. Well, they'll have money in the short run to spend, but that money will be spent at the businesses that the people at the top own. It's just, they don't get it. That's not the way to fix the problem. 
what they need to do is cap this hyperinflation. But they won't do that because spending is how they get elected. So it's baked into the system. Do you understand that? Democrats did it. Republicans did it. Trump spent trillions of dollars also on stuff. So it's just baked into the system. Now, this lady's asking me this question. We get back to her questions now after two segments. Third segment, the answer to question number one is, what do you do? Well, you realize that the world has changed. And then you look at your investment options as to what you need. So right now, you're going to need to have uh, the ability to live on a return on your capital invested and earn no more than a 10% return. I've seen some deals we've done where the cap, you know, the cash on cash return has been 11 or 12, maybe one or two bragged that of 15 single family houses, you can get it higher than that. But for large multifamily deals, in other words, if you're baked into the market, the market's not, not making that much. Just the way it is, right? Uh, but in the long run, the asset values are going to go up. Now, as the asset values go up, you realize property taxes go up in states like Texas, where we have high property taxes. Other states, the property taxes are low. It doesn't really affect that. But their sales taxes on stuff that they have is going to affect that. And states have sales taxes that other states don't have. So you really have to look at your situation where you're at and understand what the ramifications are going to be. In addition to the fact that the Democrats want to take away the 1031 exchange, which means your ability to sell to get your money back uh, without paying taxes on the sale may go away. And if it does, and if the only way you can make money on real estate by buying it and holding it and then selling it, and then you got to pay taxes, then that even is going to crush the value of the investment. So if that continues to happen, there will be a massive shift in value of real estate because it's got to go somewhere. You would think it would go down. Here's the problem. There's nothing else that's paying any higher return. There's nowhere for money to chase. Money is chasing return and there's no more return. You can take your money and put it in the stock market and it's going up rapidly just like real estate is. They're both doing the same thing, hyperly inflated, but there's no cash flow. That's why some companies have started paying dividends again because they're just, they're, they're starting to say, how do we get money to the people that are buying our stock? Because they can't sell without paying taxes on it. They can't live off of it. And so as a return for retirement and wanting to retire, it's becoming more and more difficult to get that regular reoccurring cash flow. That's what I trained. That's what I didn't train for. That's what I chased my entire career as an investor was regular reoccurring cash flow. Now, let me read you an email from a gentleman uh, that is the second part of this discussion because it's really the two of these emails together make up the bizarre thought process I'm going through. This one says, hello, Dell. just wanted to some guidance on something that I've been pondering. How do I retire myself in five years or less, in five years, as a PIG member? My goal is to get about $10,000 per month passive income. I'm in six multifamily deals now. I just don't understand how to get my goal without having hundreds of thousands of dollars at my disposable to deploy, if not millions in order to get the amount monthly. I've always heard the success stories on your radio show 
about all these members that are in 50, 70, even 80 deals. Between you and I, I'm sure they must have had millions to start with. And I'd really appreciate it if you would dedicate a portion of your show on this topic. Well, there are some people that came here with millions of dollars, and they may, may be the ones that got up to 80 deals in a year, you know, or a year and a half or two. But there are a heck of a lot of people that didn't have a lot of money or anywhere near that amount of money. And what they did was they bought into deals, maybe one or two or three, and then those deals doubled in value and they refinanced out their equity and now they own the three deals they had, which is paying them dividends, and they have enough money to go buy into three more deals. And the guy I had on here Tuesday talked about, he says every penny he's made from his deals, he's rolled back into more deals and he's still saving from his job and he's rolled more money into those deals. And he's had tremendous increase in value. Now, fast forward to this gentleman, right? This gentleman is sitting in a situation where he's, if he's only in three deals, he's gotten in just, he's only been in the program recently, if he's only got three deals. And he's looking at it like, wow, I'm sitting here not getting very much in dividends because the dividends have almost all dried up on almost any investment there is. In this case, last year, we held back dividends to protect us in case the COVID just actually destroyed us. Well, it didn't destroy but one or two properties that were mispurchased in the first place, probably would have gone down anyway, but we survived COVID. And so now these deals, this conglomerate of deals could be I don't know how many, it could be 10,000 deals are invested in. Um, they're paying dividends again. So the dividend is back, right? And I call them dividends. They're not really dividends. They're distributions of profit, their share, uh, from cash flow. They're cash flow distributions. And because the banks are liquid again, they're starting to do refinances to pull money out so that you can put it into new deals. And they're starting to sell properties again because there's enough liquidity for them to be able to sell. I know a bunch of deals that tried to sell, were ready to sell right before COVID. Boom, COVID hit. Occupancy went down, mortgage rates changed, the amount you had to put down in a mortgage, the fact you had to escrow six months worth of payments to start up. All these things that they did just froze the market for apartment complexes. And those things are starting to thaw out again. So if you're sitting here right now and you've just gone, you just joined into your real estate investment career and your first year to year and a half was COVID, you're brain dead. At this point, there's nothing you can think but except this doesn't work. Now, people like myself and other people that were in this for years previous to this, we just sat there and coasted through it. We still had occupancy. We still made money on our apartment complexes. I'll bet not as much as we would have, but we still made money on them. We still survived. There was really no problem. But the asset values went up. So now a lot of people I know right now who have gone through this where the asset values gone up, gone up, gone up, are sitting there going like, you know what? It's time to pull the trigger. I, I got to get out while I can get out, get that profit and move on. And so when you speak to this gentleman here, um, you bring to the point, well, you just got in at a time when the rates of return were at the lowest they've been in 30 years, and then you got COVID, which knocked the snot out of the whole industry. There you go. That's why he's asking the question. He knows, obviously, he knows. He said, I, I met all these people. I've heard all these stories. They've all done this stuff. It's out there. It's real. 
It just wasn't last year, right? It just wasn't the first of this year. It's going to take the government opening the marketplace back up again to where all these people that worked in fast food are working. Those are our tenants. When they're all working and they have money to spend, we'll be full, we'll be able to increase the value of our properties, and we'll be able to refinance out newfound equity, newfound capital gains. That's where this thing is going. That's the only place it can go because there's too much money. And what is the government doing? Putting more money into the system. Does inflation help us? No. Does inflation hurt us with assets? No. We have inflation and recession-proof businesses. Right? Inflation-proof because if asset values go up, boom, our asset values go up. If there's a recession, people still need a place to live. This is still the place where my money's all at. Take a short break. Be right back with the last segment. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we've been discussing the marketplace, what's happened in the last two years, why it's been different, and now the concept that I'm trying to get across to you is that it seems like it's coming back to normal again as the COVID thing goes away. Remember, the COVID deal is not going away overnight. Why? Well, there's many different reasons why you, you get into this thing is some people won't take vaccines because they're afraid the government is trying to kill them all off or whatever <laughs> reason they have that they won't take it, that, you know, vaccines in general are, are not good for you. And by the way, I've never taken a vaccine in my life it's other than measles, mumps and whatever the ones they gave you or you couldn't go to school. I took all those. But after that, I've never taken a flu vaccine in my life, although I took this one uh, because I'm a high risk individual. So as you look at this, some people won't, and so you can't ever get to herd immunity that way. Um, I don't really think have the mask on or off really do much of anything, to be honest with you. It just, But I don't care. I wear them. I wear a mask. I've never worn two of them, but I wear a mask. And, and the concept is, is that it's just got to all kind of come back together again. They got to let people go back to work. But most of all, you got to get everybody vaccinated. So until everybody gets vaccinated or enough people get vaccinated, um, you're still going to have problems and it's going to be slow to come back. Government's got to let you come back and then people have got to want to come back. You see, there's two parts to that. First, the government lets you open stores again. Then people have to be willing to go to those stores again. So it's going to take a while for both of those two things to happen, right? All right, so we get out of here and say, well, well where do we go from here? The gentleman that had sent me the email about wanting to retire um, is an ER guy. In fact, I'm going to read this to you. So I just wanted to guide into something that I've been pondering. How do I realize how to retire in five years or less? My goal is about $10,000 per month in income. Well, he sent me back another email and explained his detail a little bit clear. He said, I'm giving myself between three to five year plan to phase out my full-time job as an ER doctor, which as you know, is a high burnout. I'm also considering getting single family homes as a source of monthly income. I want to accelerate this process. All right. Now we're getting down to brass tacks here. 
we've got three issues I want to discuss. First of all, just so it does get in here, and I don't forget it, single-family houses in this environment are going to be good things. Why? Because we can leverage them up to where we're getting a better than 10% cash on cash return. So if you want to retire, remember, if you've got $100,000 and you get a 10% return, you make 10,000 a year, that's, you know, less, that's $900 a month. If you, on the other hand, can get a 15% return, then you're getting um, half again as much, which would be $1,300 a month, right? So the higher the rate of return, the further your money can go towards getting you to that $10,000 a month that this gentleman needed to retire, right? So he's absolutely correct to go after the thing that is creating the most cash flow. Now, the apartment deals that he's in, they're going to come back this year, unless he's in a bad one, uh, has a bad lead and it's in a bad deal, that these deals are going to kick back in and start working again because the COVID thing is going to be over. They're going to let us start evicting people, and it means we can get the non-payers out, we can fill it up with people to pay. So it's going to be better for the economics of the apartment complex, right? So in that case, he's fine. But we bring on a third variant here. And this third variant is very difficult one to discuss because people could take it the wrong way. as if I'm not empathetic or as if uh, I'm arrogant because I have money. The reality is the reason most people can retire in three to five years, which is my claim, I mean, my claim was five to seven, but the company's claim is three to five because so many people have done it, is because people that have low incomes usually don't have high expenses and they can save enough money to be able to invest it correctly to retire within regular use three to five years. And if you're rather, five to seven, okay? People have medium money, usually have medium amount of savings, which allows them to replace medium income within three to five years. And people with large incomes usually have large savings that allow them to buy large amounts of investments that retire them in three to five years. If you fall into the problematic situation that you have high income, but you spend all your money or too large a percent of your money, you've got a nice home, and you're home poor, you got nice cars and you're car poor, you got vacation home poorness, you've got college kids' college poorness. If you are spending every penny you make, then don't expect to take a little teeny bit of money and replace a large amount of income. You can, however, take a little bit of money and replace a little bit of income and increase your income. You can, however, take that amount of money and double it every couple of years. We used to double it every two years. I think now we're having every two years about a 50% total gain. So it's going to double in four years. And if you keep doubling that money and keep saving from that point, you will get there within the seven years and or five, probably. You have to make that decision. But you have to understand if your expenses exceed your income, no amount of investment knowledge, investment skills that we can teach you, no amount of them is going to fix that situation. If you overspend, you'll never be rich. Rich people spend a lot of money after they make a lot of money. Poor people spend a lot of money before they make a lot of money. They go into debt to own homes, go into debt to own cars, go into debt to own boats, go into debt to have more uh, snowmobiles. 
poor people believe they deserve as human beings to have everything that rich people have, and so they go find a way to buy it. And that's why they're poor. They may not be broke. They may have a good job. But in my mind, they're poor. They're psychologically poor. Because for them, for the rest of their life, life is going to be a struggle. A struggle that if any time the machine, which is you, breaks, where you can't work or can't get a job, get fired, let it go, get sick, then it's over. That, my friend, is being poor. Not, not having a lot of money. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.